Hey, what's up, baby? It's your boy, the Brother Roscoe, and you listening to episode two of the Brother Roscoe Show. And uh, if you're watching me on YouTube or wherever you've seen this video at, this is the video format of the podcast. Not every episode of the podcast is going to have video to go with it, but I do want to try to make some episodes have some video content. So maybe one day I'll have like a full-blown podcast studio, you know what I'm saying, to shoot footage from. Uh, right now, I'm just... In front of my bookcase, you know what I'm saying? I got the Turtle Beach headphones on because uh, <clears throat> uh, I, got, I got the fan on because it's hot, baby. It's the summertime, you know, and that's not the best for audio quality. So I'm testing out this Turtle Beach to make sure or to see if it sounds better, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but um, so the last uh, <clears throat> so you uh, well, you hey, if you're checking me out on the wherever the video is, like YouTube or something, I just want to let y'all know the podcast is on Apple. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts at. Except for iHeartRadio, I couldn't get on iHeartRadio, baby. I guess they didn't want me. I don't know. But, uh, <clears throat> and if you're listening to the podcast, look it up on YouTube if you want to see the video to go with this. I mean, it's just me, you know what I'm saying? I don't think I'm that pretty you want to see it, but, I mean, maybe somebody would discover the podcast through the video, so then, that's, that's what's up, you know what I'm saying? But this episode... I'm gonna call my faith journey, you know what I'm saying, or that's what it's gonna be about. And so, in episode one of the Brother Roscoe show, repurposed and reformatted, I talked a little bit about my testimony and when I got saved, when I was converted, when the regeneration process happened. You know, I was born again. You know, and I first truly believed and was given the gift of faith and all that. And uh, so, in this one. I want to talk about my faith journey, about where I, where I came from then until now. And uh, there's a lot of stories and everything I can share in between, but I just want to hit on the main points and talk about how I came from uh, from being a baby Christian, barely started out, to the biblical truth and solid foundation that I have now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to talk about, you know, uh, I, I, I ain't been parts of too many churches, but there's uh, been a few and I want to talk about them. I want to talk about my experiences. I don't want it to seem like I'm, I'm bashing churches or I'm bashing pastors or anything like that. Uh, <clears throat> but at the same time, I want to be real and I want to tell my story because I know there's a lot of people who can relate probably to my testimony who people who went looking for biblical truth themselves and took that red pill theology you know what i'm saying and escaped the matrix of the, uh, 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 of the modern false church you know what i mean the false teachings and everything because hey i ain't gonna lie baby it's a bunch there's a bunch of churches out here doing some crazy stuff and uh if you don't know no better hey <clears throat> you know what they say man if you don't stand for something you're gonna fall for anything and it's, it's real talk so in this episode I want to talk about um, my experiences and some of the churches I've been a part of. It ain't been too many, but I just want to talk about my my faith journey and basically what brought me to the point to where I'm at now. Um, I'm more biblically grounded and have a more solid foundation and a more in-depth understanding of of scripture and the and the gospel more than I ever have before. And uh, I just want to talk about, you know, how that came about and through the providence of God, 
how I landed where I'm at right now <clears throat> in the point in this point of my 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 faith journey my spiritual walk you know what I'm saying so <clears throat> okay so I was saved if you heard episode one I was saved in the church uh, where all that happened right so I was a member there uh, for about five years okay and um, <clears throat> I, I can honestly say man uh, I love that church I love everybody at that church like um, that church will always hold a special place in my heart everyone there will always hold a special place in my heart uh, you know there was some I got a lot of funny stories and awkward situations you know just mishaps and adventures that happened there but <laughs> uh, but uh you know it, uh, besides all that I mean it was a hey, it was all good man uh, I felt like I was really meant to be there like that was part of my spiritual walk and God had me there for a reason and it was a looking back in retrospect it was like an excellent place for me to start <clears throat> to be introduced to the gospel you know what I'm saying to to grow as a baby Christian and you know what I'm saying start start crawling start walking then start running in my spiritual walk you know what I'm saying and uh, <clears throat> but of course you know there's there's no such thing as a perfect church right so let me just say that because like I said I don't want to sound like I'm bashing any kind of church or that I'm trying to say anything bad about anyone or anybody you know what I mean there's just no such thing as a perfect church there's no such thing as a perfect pastor there's no such thing as a perfect uh, leader perfect elder perfect preacher you know what I mean it, just, it, it ain't no such thing as that you know what I mean <clears throat> even uh what was it john calvin himself that said any man can only at best be 80 percent right in his theology there's always gonna be that 20 percent of error you know there's gonna be that room that 20 percent of room that we just we don't don't agree on or can't see clearly or just can't possibly know while we're on this side of heaven you know I me mean? on this side of eternity you know what i'm saying but um <clears throat> so i just I, I, I just want to say that because I don't want nobody to take it the wrong way. So, like I said, one thing I didn't notice, though, <clears throat> and th and this has to do with where I am right now. So, one thing I didn't notice while I was at this church, right, is I was there for about five years and there was a lack of identity. Like, yes, we were Christians, right? But, you know, at the time, like, like I, that's where I started. You know, I was a baby Christian. You know what I'm saying? I was a uh, spiritually started off as a spiritually immature uh born again you know what I'm saying spirit filled believer so going through the regeneration process right and so I would often ask like you know what are we like uh what kind of church is this what do we call ourselves because people would ask me uh, like at my job and stuff <clears throat> like 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 uh, real quick just to give a just to give an example so at my job and stuff when I first uh first got saved and stuff started telling people I went to church you know I was a Christian I stopped drinking I stopped smoking I stopped cussing like people people that really knew me because I've been working at my job for several years then since before I got saved so people that knew how I was and they seen how I was after that uh, at first a lot of them didn't believe it some of the ones I was closest to was just like man this is a phase uh, you know we feel like you trying to be something you're not um, 
this is just like a phase and a couple anywhere from a couple months to like a year from now you're gonna be back doing what you was doing you know this and this and uh you know stuff like that <clears throat> but then two three years go by and i'm even more like more more hardcore about my faith you know what i'm saying about church about the bible about god and stuff and those same people were looking at me like man you really for real right when you when you when it first happened to you and you came to work to trying to preach to everybody tell everybody about god and jesus and stuff man we and like everything that your testimony and how you changed and stuff we you know i ain't gonna lie i didn't think you was for real and that but like here we are like three years later like man you for real about it like you about that life for real <clears throat> and then so so when people had seen me that i was for real it got to a point where a lot of people started asking me about my church like you know it wasn't it was the name of the church where it's at what do y'all believe what do y'all teach uh what does the pastor preach like what is worship like you know you just you know just ask me general questions you know what i'm saying like what do y'all have to do to become a member you know just all kind of stuff and so they would ask me like you know like um uh, what or like what what are you and so that would leave me like so so i always ever since the beginning would ask that question because i would get that question from other people family members friends co-workers so i would try to answer it the best i could and it's just so i would ask other people in the church i was going to like hey what are we like somebody asked me the other day you know like what kind of churches is like what would i tell them so one of the things i noticed is i would always get different answers like different answers all the way across the board and then when i would ask other people and i was like well what if what if i say this and this is the answer that someone else told me but i wouldn't tell them you know well so-and-so said this what if i said this and they would look at me like oh no don't say we're that because we're not that and so <clears throat> there was a lack of identity and it left me kind of in a place to where it's like how do i answer people when I'm not even sure what like I know the general answer a lot of members would just say I would just say that we're a Bible believing church that believes in God and believes in Jesus and the Holy Spirit and uh that's what we teach and that's what we preach and don't get me wrong on the surface that sounds good right that sounds good the problem with that is the Bible is a big book and it could be interpreted all kind of different ways it could be preached and, and and taught all kind of different ways that's why you got all these false religions and false denominations and religious cults that use the same bible and they say we believe in the bible we believe in god we we believe in jesus that's what we preach that's what we teach and uh i mean that and that's what the problem is. it sounds good but you know there's a problem there so that's kind of what i would tell people right and so that was that was one thing i noticed about this church and uh <clears throat> i'm not saying this uh this didn't disrupt my spiritual walk at all this didn't like this didn't hinder my spiritual walk and all this is just something i noticed right and th and and it's not just this church there's a lot of other churches that this church was associated with and that people at this church was associated with and i kind of noticed the same problem in all these churches and i would talk to other people and I would ask them the same thing, like, hey, what, 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 how would you describe your church? Like, what kind of church is your church? And a lot of them would say the same thing, you know. And for a lot of people, when you, when, when, when you give that answer, 
that kind of defines or describes a non-denominational church, right? Like that's what non-denominational ch Christian churches kind of, that's how they describe themselves. <clears throat> but when I would ask other people, so we're a non-denominational church. So your church is a non-denominational and, and then people would be like, oh no, we're not no, no we're not non-denominational. Well, then it's like, well, then what are we? You know what I mean? So that was one thing. And I'll get back to that in a minute. So, like, along with that question, which went on for the whole five years I was there, like, um, there was other questions. Uh, questions about doctrine. Questions about the gospel. Questions about, like, different theological views that I would often ask. And so, my this, is, this, is, this was my method. I had the pastor, which was my pastor. I love him. I love him, man. He was very... He was very instrumental in my walk with the Lord. Then I had this other brother, which I would say is the closest thing to this church had to an associate pastor. He was like a mentor to me. I love him too, man, in the Lord. He was he was like very influential in my in my spiritual walk. Without him, the dude that was like my mentor and my original pastor, I would not be the man of God I am today. Like, you know what I mean? And so there was those two and then there was another brother who was a leader in the church <clears throat> And so these three right these three people uh, he was a very involved leader You know I me mean? would teach classes and stuff. So that was the third person, right? And so with the with the second one and the pastor all, like all three of them would teach classes lead Bible studies uh, They would uh, take turns preaching at different times, you know what I mean? So these were essentially like the the main elders of the church, I guess you could say. So these three people, right? So what I would do is I would go to all three of them separately. Every time I had a question, and it might not be all in the same day. I might catch one this week, catch one the next week. You know what I mean? <clears throat> or I might uh, late in the middle of the week, text somebody, you know, or call them, hit them up, ask them a question or something, or catch them in a Bible study. You know what I mean? Or Wednesday service or something. So what I would do is I would go to all three of them separately and I would ask the same question, right? Every time I had a question about something I didn't understand, like doctrine or, excuse me, or like some kind of theological view or something that somebody else asked me, man, <clears throat> kind of bourbon a little bit, I had a topo chico a while ago, you know what I'm saying? But like, um, some, or maybe something somebody asked me and I didn't know quite how to answer, you know what I mean? Or they came up with me with with something that some different theological view or interpretation I never heard before and you know it kind of made sense to me maybe or I didn't know what it was you know what I mean so I would just ask them the whole whole time I was here uh those were my go-to guys Th those three they, they were my go-to's so <clears throat> what I would do is ask all three of them separately the same question right and then I would often uh like like almost every single time i would get three different answers there would be some times where <clears throat> like uh two of them would be on the same page and like the third one would give me a different answer or it would be times maybe maybe like once all three of them were on the same page but for the most part it was always like three different pages like they, they were they gave me three different answers right so what i would do is <clears throat> I would go back or if I had already asked some of the some of some of the other ones 
I would ask them about the answers that the other one gave me, but I wouldn't say, you know, well, the pastor said this. So what are you saying? Or, you know, so-and-so told me this. Or are you saying he's not right? I wouldn't say it like that. I would just be like, well, what do you think about the people that believe this? Or, or what do you say to people that tell you this way? What do you tell the people? What do you, you know, stuff like that. <clears throat> I would just ask the question. And a lot of times, um, not only did I get three different answers, but a lot of times their answers would oppose or contradict what the other was saying. And if I asked them about it, I was like, well, what do you think about people that believe this or people that say, uh, this is the right way to interpret that scripture or this is the, you know, the right view of that. <clears throat> they and, um, and a lot of times they would give me a counter argument for why the other view was wrong. Or, you know what I'm saying? So they were always kind of, kind of opposed and not on the right page. <clears throat> I mean, don't get me wrong. When it comes to the main things, you know, of course, you know they 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 believe the main things. You know what I'm saying? And for some people, they say, you know, that's enough. You know, you believe Jesus is the Son of God. He died and resurrected three days later. He 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 died. You know to our sins so that we have salvation and you know you know the main you know the main things you know some some people they say that's enough <clears throat> but um this is a perfect example that like doctrine matters like theology matters you know what i'm saying and so um because a lot of times it would leave me more confused than where i started off with okay because now i got three different answers from these three different elders right and then uh i also got like three different counter arguments of why their way is right and the others are wrong so it just kind of left me in the middle to where it's like okay so i gotta kind of i kind of gotta look at the bigger picture look at all of it and try to rationalize you know the answer or try to make the best sense of it on my own or go do research on my own and then try to see which way looks more right or you know what i'm saying <clears throat> and so that happened a lot so the same thing happened uh with the identity too um i would ask other members but they were my go-to so i had also asked them and some of them were like well we're a non-denominational church and then some, uh, another one was like no we're not non-denominational church don't call us that you know we're I would just say we're a Bible-believing church that believes in God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, and that's what we preach and teach. And then the other one would be like, well, we're a, um, um, uh, was, uh, uh, like an independent, um, un 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 unaffiliated evangelical church with Pentecostal roots that we broke away from. Uh, back in the back in the day or you know just something like that you know what i mean or they would say kind of some kind of like um i would get an answer to like what they were what they, what they were describing would be like like neo-pentecostalism or something like that you know but they didn't they didn't call it that but like the on one one of them the way he would describe it that's kind of what it was what it was like so there was a lack of identity so it made it kind of hard, you know, to 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 know like what we were, and so because you don't, so because there's a lack of identity, um, you don't know where you stand, 
because there are false religions there are false denominations there are religious cults that teach all kind of false teachings right but then there's a lot of denominations that <clears throat> the the reason there are different denominations is because they believe the main doctrinal points but they differ on on theological views and sometimes it's like secondary views uh, but then sometimes it could be major differences and so because of those differences that's where we get different denominations from so that identity kind of defines where you stand and what you believe <clears throat> and I know there's a lot of there's like I said that church and a lot of churches that they're affiliated with and people from that church that were affiliated with a lot of people from other churches they kind of had that same stance where you know we're like we're just a Christian church that believes in the Bible that believes in Jesus that believe you know you know basically describing a non-denominational even though they don't like that term because of the I guess because of the baggage it carries you know like anything kind of goes or you know like any kind of teaching is okay and even though you know they did even though they did preach the truth they stayed faithful to the word and like I said by no means am I like 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 if I would have never went to that church um like through the providence of God uh, if I ha if it had not been for the providence of God to take me to that church to be part of his will uh, I would not be the man I am today who knows where I would be I, I might have done fell off or something you know what I'm saying because um, they would they would stay they would um, strive to I don't want to say try their best because that sounds like I'm still kind of um, being um, um, like um, demeaning them or something no no they would strive to stay faithful to the word but like I said there's no such thing as a perfect church no such thing as a perfect pastor perfect preacher perfect teacher but uh, they did a good job of it <clears throat> and I'm thankful for that you know what I mean <clears throat> but because of that lack of identity and it wasn't just me that noticed it I talked to a bunch of other members while I was there that would ask me like hey what are we you know like hey somebody asked me what kind of church this is what I tell them and I would just kind of be like hey I I've been trying to figure that out myself. Um, this, these are the answers I got. You know, I wouldn't say who said what and who said not to call it this or who didn't like it. But I was like, you know, I've asked questions like that myself, and these are the three top answers I've got. And so, this is kind of how I rationalize it. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and so, looking back, um, everything I learned that was good there. Um, and that was edifying to me um, uh, play, Played a big role In helping me grow as, as a Christian And starting off in my spiritual walk And becoming stronger and stronger um, the, the What I'm talking about right now The lack of an identity The lack of a consistent Theological teaching Or theological view uh, like, like among the leaders And, and, and in the church um, that might be the only um, the only thing um, that I could see that was that I could call a negative that also helped me like you know what I mean because 
um, <clears throat> because through that, I kind of saw that it's like, even though they, they preach the truth and they preached against things such as like, uh, false religions and, 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 and false denominations and stuff. And they preached about false prophets and stuff. When you still have that lack of identity, when you still have a, a and, th and this is a major thing too, this church, as well as many other churches that they were affiliated with or that are like them or just like many, many so other churches in, in, in this town that um, uh, of Waco, Texas, they they were lacking a strong statement of faith. And I know from talking to other Christians, they've kind of gotten away from that because some, they don't like doing that because they say they'll um they'll keep they'll keep people from coming to their church they'll like that that will push people away when they see a, a strong statement of faith like this is what we believe when it comes to this this is what we believe when it comes to this and this is what we don't believe well then other people see that and then um, that'll be a reason that they don't that they don't check that church out that they don't visit that they don't become a member or that they leave that church because they disagree with that they disagree with that you know and so I, I understand the logic behind it. I understand why they do it and I've talked to people that they say that that that's why that's why their church is like that you know what I mean and, and I understand that I understand the logic behind that but at the same time that identity is important like doctrine matters like theology matters being on a being on the same page across the board of all the leaders all the elders anybody teaching bible studies teaching classes like that's important you know what i mean um like you, you can disagree on secondary issues but but on other things like you need to have a consistency on because what you're going to do is you're going to confuse other members. And I know they didn't like the being classified as non-denominational because of the baggage that that brings kind of like, you know, anything goes like any kind of teaching is okay. But essentially that's what they were. And that's what happens because when no one's on the same page and everybody has a different view, well, here comes false teachings. Here comes false practices. You know what I mean? Here comes um, things that are even blasphemous and heretical, and that 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 starts to assimilate with the culture in that church. That starts to assimilate with the traditions and the practices of the Christians in that church, and all of a sudden, you can't do anything about it because somebody doesn't see anything wrong with it another person believes this way but this person believes this way and nobody can get on the same page and so nobody can really take a stand against it do you get what i'm saying and so it it confuses the people it um it distorts discernment you know um there it will create a lack of discernment because it kind of makes everything um, kind of convolutes everything, uh, um, and it creates um, it creates a, a vacuum. It creates a, a spiritual and theological vacuum because 
let, for example, the three main leaders in the church, three most influential elders of the church have three different views, three different opinions, three different um, stances when it comes to theology and, do and, and, and some, so, some points of doctrine. And so they kind of like, you know, agree to disagree. And so there are certain issues that when teaching and preaching, the church won't zone in on and get too, too in depth with it. So you kind of create a vacuum there because they can't get, they can't, they can't zone, they can't zoom in on it and teach too concisely from some from from one view one theological view or or or, or, or one 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 method of uh, interpretation and so they kind of they kind of stay away from that and so then it leaves room for any kind of false teaching or um distorted or false interpretation to um to influence the members and then when other members come up with something they seen on YouTube or heard in a podcast or heard at another church, you know, then who's to say that what they might have heard was a false teaching. They might have heard somebody playing fast and loose with the text. And there was there was there was uh, taking the text out of context. And it was like prosperity gospel. It was like word of faith, you know, name it and claim it. It was like new apostolic reformation. It was something like that. But when they bring it, you know, the three main teachers, three main elders, three most influential um, Christians in the church, none of them are on the same page. And when you talk to them separately and then ask them about the different views, their views contradict the others and they give counter arguments. Well, then it's like, well, who's to say who's right and who's wrong? And it just, I, I feel like it kind of leaves the people open to anything you know what i mean <clears throat> and then it, it, it hinders them from taking a specific stance against some other view because they're not on the same page you know what I mean they're 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 opposing each other <clears throat> and so that was one thing that, that was one thing i noticed about that church in my time there and uh like i said i'm not trying to say nothing bad like i, I love that church any anytime i get a chance to go visit like I would love to go visit that church. Like when I did get a chance to go, um, I love to run in from people. I learned to to uh, to run into people that I used to know from that church. You know, chop it up with them a little bit, see how they're doing and everything. <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> like the the three the three the three that I was talking about, I love running into them. <clears throat> I talk to them every now and then. But that was one thing I noticed though, <clears throat> and that that's like the only the the only thing I can say. Uh, I ain't got nothing else bad to say about that church besides that. <clears throat> and if you were just uh, if you were just a regular member going there, that's probably not something you would notice. But like I said, uh, I would ask questions because one, people would ask me questions, and then two, I would be wondering on my own. I would want to know on my own. You know what I mean? So I was trying to learn more, <clears throat> and that was one thing I noticed. Like let let, let me. Let me give you an example to, to clarify more what I'm talking about, like to to give like a more specific example. So, uh, so you can kind of underst understand uh, what I'm saying more clearly. So there was a sister that went to the church. It was an older sister, right? And she had passed away. 
And, uh, you know, she had been, like, terminally ill for a while. They didn't know what was wrong with her. And she wanted her funeral to be, like, a service, right? And so she wanted, like, the band to play. She wanted there to be some uh, some preaching done. <clears throat> and so what happened is um, the pastor ended up preaching there. And then also one of the other th my three go-tos that I was talking about ended up preaching there at the funeral right and they went back to back okay so one of them go and preach one thing about what happens after death and the other one gets up there and preaches uh, something different about what happens life after death and so one of them says to be absent from the body is to is to be with the lord so they say that right now you know she's already in heaven with the Lord with God the other one says reads a different scripture <clears throat> and says that she's asleep in the grave right now that she's asleep in the grave and it won't be until God calls all of us up that she'll be there with all of us at the same time um, coming to God together but until then, she's asleep in the grave. <clears throat> and um, so there is a so that could be the topic of a whole nother video. And in the future, I'll probably get to that and I'll address that. Um, that is uh, something that's uh, like somewhat of a, of a it's not a continuity error. Because when you understand it in context of uh, those those two scriptures, they don't contradict each other. Um, but but uh, but the way people read that one and then read that one, um, it it would appear that way. But but they really don't. They, they it, there is reconciliation between those two scriptures. It's not a, a contradiction. The Bible's not contradicting itself. It's not two different things. But that's uh, another topic for another time. We'll, we'll get into that one day maybe. But this is just an example, right? So one gets up, preaches this. The other one gets up right behind him and preaches this. And I'm just sitting there like. Uh, did anybody else just notice that that they said like two completely separate things at her funeral about where she is right now like where her her soul is like what's going on right now like so that that that's just an example that's that's just one example I just want to put out there <clears throat> I just thought that was kind of funny you know I mean Man, I don't know. People might look at it. People are like, man, that's not funny. But to me, it kind of was. And I don't think nobody else really caught it. But uh, that's just something. I, that's just that's just like an example I can share to kind of make make everyone listening understand uh, uh, what I'm talking about. So then, so check this out. After going there, after going to this church for about five years, right? And understand that I was a leader and that I was involved in this church, right? I was like act. I was really active. I was really involved in this church. I would go to the leadership meetings and stuff. And I remember <laughs> at the leadership meetings, like, like church leadership meetings, right? There's all kind of jokes and memes that could be made about that, right? But I remember there was this one, uh, one of the three I would bounce answers off of like like the first two I mentioned 
were really my go-to. The third one, that was the third go-to person, was just somebody I would bounce answers off of and just to see what he thought. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I remember, I remember at meetings, um, there would be times where, <clears throat> like that that lack of identity, that uh, that um, that disconnect, like different people have different views of of like uh, so so like different theological views different interpretations of scripture will give you different views of the gospels and it will affect how you want to have church it will affect how you want to pastor it will affect how you want to lead like this stuff is important and it's important for everybody to be on the same page because it will affect your, your spiritual walk it will affect what's important to you it will affect your evangelism it will affect your ministry it will affect how you delegate leadership you know what i mean so during the leadership meetings like that was really obvious that there was this disconnect there was this um this uh like like you could tell like um a lot of the leaders weren't really on the same page uh the church was a little bit divided <clears throat> and so i remember <laughs> you know one of them was just like multiple times it was just like 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 what are we doing here somebody tell me like what are we doing like i know the great commission and everything but like tell me like what's the plan like what are we doing like like everybody's talking but nobody's making sense nobody's on the same page nobody <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I'm laughing right now, but understand I was laughing back then. I was laughing on the inside because I didn't want to laugh out loud at the brother. But uh, it's just be moments like that was kind of funny to hear somebody just like, you know, outburst like that at, at a leadership meeting. But <clears throat> it, I, 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 even though I lightheartedly say that now, I just that's just another example that, you know, that was like that that um that that was something that was apparent you know what i mean and so like i said i was there for five years i was involved i was active i loved everybody there i love each and one every one of them in the love of the lord like uh, i cherish my time that i had there with them like that church will always have a special place in my heart so like when i first started going there right there was this uh this preacher uh he was an evangelist that would uh would, would go to different churches and preach and um so some sundays he wouldn't be there some wednesdays he wouldn't be there um but when he was there back then they used to have two services on sundays one in the mornings and one in the afternoons so when he was there sometimes sunday afternoons he would be preaching and when he was there on wednesdays sometimes he would be preaching and from the first time i heard him preach i was like man this brother this brother preached differently like ah he grab your attention he makes you laugh he makes it interesting he makes you like want to pay attention you know I me mean? he he grabs the, the the audience's attention and <clears throat> keeps them interested you know what i mean <clears throat> and so that was something i noticed right away so i used to like to hear this hear, hear this guy preach i thought it was pretty cool to uh hear someone different and i used to like to hear him preach and um anyway after several months of going there um i was told that he left the church that he 
had left to go help uh, some other pastor start a church. And so I was like, huh, okay. I was like, uh, I, I asked, like, you know, what was the name of that church he went to? Does anybody know where it is? Um, nobody really knew too much about it. But I just remember thinking, I would like to see what church he left this church, like, to go help. I would just like to be interested, like, you know, what made him do that, like, to see the church that he left this one for to go start, to go be a part of. I would just like to see, like, how that's going, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, I didn't know him like that. I wasn't really close to him back then i just knew who he was i'd shake his hand after the service I, I i used to enjoy listening to him preach back then um so fast forward about four years later i'm like on my on my fifth year of attending that church or going on my fifth year attending that church something like that and uh i get the idea to start a podcast right and i don't want to talk too much about it because maybe the next episode i'm gonna talk about um, the whole podcast I did and why how I got into podcasting why I got into podcasting but anyway uh, I, I, I was trying out the podcast idea I was uh, testing it out I believe it was the will of God that through through the providence of God I was led to have the idea to start a podcast uh, because it's like podcast I just kept hearing podcasts everywhere around I heard people talking about it I heard it on TV I heard it, you know what I'm saying, like here and there. And I was like, man, what the heck is a podcast? I didn't know. I was like, I thought it was stupid. I was like, do people actually listen to that? You know what I mean? So after looking into it, I was like, this is the way to, to go. This is the way to start a ministry. This is the way to to reach people. So I was working on po different podcast ideas with different people and stuff. And this guy popped back into my mind. I was like, man, the way he used to preach, the way he could he could grab people's attention and make them laugh and keep it interesting and you know what I mean, like keep keep people from getting bored, like that would be a good person to put on the podcast, you know, something like that. And I was like, huh. So he didn't have a Facebook, but his wife had a Facebook. I had his wife on Facebook because I had everybody on Facebook. Like we had a Facebook group and when I joined the group, I added everybody as a friend that was in the group and everything. And so I remember twice I went to his wife's page and, and started a message. And the first time uh, I was about to write something, but I didn't write anything. I was like, I was like, nah, I'm away. I ain't going to write nothing. Then I went a second time and I actually wrote a message, you know, telling her like, hey, um, here's my number. Could you give it to your husband? I want to talk to him about this idea I have, you know, this and this. And then I just deleted the message and I send it. <clears throat> then about like two weeks later after that, about two weeks later after that, a brother that used to go to the church I was attending um, for about two years, he used to go there. and He was one of my, my homeboys I knew from way back in the day. And he started going there because when he found out I was a Christian, he couldn't believe I was saved because he used to know me back all the way from middle school and high school and all that. And um, anyway, uh, I, I ran into him. He hits me up. He says, hey, man, you'll never guess who I ran into. And I said, I don't know who. And he said, man, I ran into brother so-and-so. And I was like, what? I was just thinking about him the other day. And it was that it, it was that same preacher I was talking about, that same evangelist I was talking about, right? 
and I was like, man, I just, I just, I just, uh, I was like, that's crazy, because in my mind, I was like, I've been wanting to reach out to him, I've been wanting to, you know, he's like, yeah, he's like, and you'll never guess what he told me, and I was like, what, and he was like, he, he has a man's Bible study at his house that he does every week, and um, he says he remembers you, and that he told me to invite you, because he knows me and you are friends and stuff like that, and I was like, dang, I'm like, okay, cool, so.